Hi friends and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo, and today I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what it means to be a good friend. I remember I used to be on the varsity cross-country team in high school, and this is embarrassing, but I'll tell you guys, um, I would, because I was one of the top runners on the team, I would come up behind people who were walking, you know, little freshmen that were trying really hard in cross country, and I would come up behind them, and I would say, there's no walking in cross country, and I would yell that as I ran by, <laughs> and I know, it's, it's, I was in a different place mentally at that point, um, but you know what, I kind of think back on that, and I say, I would do things differently now. You know, my heart is more tender towards those who are struggling. I want to be the person that comes alongside them, the person who encourages them, not the person who runs past them shouting something. You know, I want to be known by my love. And I was really convicted. I was reading John 13, 34. It says, A new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And I just thought about how I want to be known for my love. I want to be known for the way that I love and encourage others. And I was thinking about how sometimes we overcomplicate our role in somebody else's life when at the end of the day, all we have to do is be their friend. I remember when I was starting to think of temple care and I thought about, you know, what am I going to talk about? How am I going to encourage people? Um, and I felt like God really kind of put this gentle call on my heart to say, Erica, I just want you to be their friend. I just want you to encourage them like you would a friend. And my name, Erica Ruth, means strong friend. And so it's kind of like God is you know, helping me live up to my name. And I think he does that with all of us. He puts a calling on our heart. And so it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it out to be. And I think for a lot of people in our lives, we are looking at ways to fix them. We're looking at ways to sanctify them, to make them better Christians, to change their lives, to help them get out of destructive habits. And we have all these good intentions. But at the end of the day, we're taking the place of God. And we're acting in their life as the conviction of the Holy Spirit, when really that is the Holy Spirit's job, not our job. You know, maybe you've put a lot of pressure on yourself for who you are to be to this person, or how you should lift them up, or what you should help them with, or how you should change their lives. You know, the kind of people that we see as projects, those kind of people. We put an intense amount of pressure on ourselves to fix them when that's not really our role. Our role is to be a good friend. Our role is to be known by our love. Our role is that when they look at us, they feel as if they were in the presence of Jesus. That is it, friend. We are not responsible for changing their hearts. We are not responsible for changing their lives. We are responsible for representing Jesus to them. And I wanted to give you an example of this. I thought about Moses and Aaron. Aaron did two major things that I would argue make him a great friend. And I want to point those out to you. Number one, he spoke for Moses when Moses was afraid to speak. 
I don't know if you guys remember this, but Moses was terrified of public speaking and he just went back and forth with God like, I can't do this. And um, Aaron willingly, as his friend, raised his hand and said, I'll do it. He didn't concern himself with fixing Moses in that moment. He didn't, you know, make Moses feel like he didn't have enough faith. He was just simply there for him and he said, I will do this for my friend. In Exodus 7, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. So Aaron stepped in there, and he was a good friend, and he decided, I'm going to speak for Moses because Moses is too afraid to speak. But Aaron saw the potential in Moses' call and Moses' ministry, and he didn't belittle him for having fear. And I think that's part of being a good friend. Another instance is when Moses was holding up the staff, and Aaron stepped in to hold up Moses' arms. As a friend, he knew what God's purpose was for Moses, and he simply used his own strength to help hold up his friend. So to set the scene here, they were heading into battle. And in Exodus 12, 8, it says, Moses said to Joshua, pick out some men to go and fight the Amalekites tomorrow. I will stand on top of the hill holding the stick that God told me to carry. Then if you go a few verses down in verse 12 through 13, it says, when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up one on one side, one on the other side, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Sometimes all our friends need are someone to hold them up. This can be a small word of encouragement. This can be a prayer. This can be a phone call or a text. It can be much less complicated than we make it out to be, right? We we get ourselves in these binds because we think, I don't have the words. I can't say what I need to say to encourage this person. She's facing so much grief right now, so much heartache. Um, she's struggling so hard. I, have, I don't know what to say, Lord. I don't know if my words are even helpful. But it's important to just try. It's important to reach out and let them know you love them. You can even say, you know what, I feel like I don't have the words and I'm not saying the right thing, but I'm here for you. I'm here to pray with you. I'm going to the throne for you. I'm holding your arms up when you don't have strength. I think it's important that we have friends in our life that show us that God has a great plan for us. I think it's important we have friends that inspire us and remind us that our calling is important, that God does have a purpose behind our lives. We can say to our friends, you know, I still believe God has great plans for your life. Keep going. You know, I see these gifts in you. I see that you are a great encourager. I see that you are great at exhorting and loving on people. I see these things in you. Keep going. Because chances are they have a lot of people in their life who have cut them down. This world is a harsh place. This world is a critical place. I mean, we are constantly bombarded with us not being good enough. And there are quite a few of us out there who are constantly beating up ourselves. And the enemy loves to come in and beat us up even more and make us feel even more worthless on things that we are already insecure about. He, you know, makes it 10 times greater, that shame and that guilt. So speaking life into your friends is a way of holding their arms up like 
Aaron did for Moses, speaking life into them, saying, I see this beauty in you. I see this courage in you. I see this strength. Those are things that your friend is probably not hearing very often. And so we need to be those kind of friends. We need to be that one person that has told them this entire week that they're doing a good job because everybody needs to hear that. Everybody needs that kind of encouragement. And so friends, I hope that you have a wonderful Easter weekend with your family and loved ones. And I just want to say a simple prayer for you. Lord God, I thank you that the sacrifice you gave on the cross was so great, Lord. I've been thinking about how much you loved your disciples and how much you loved your mom, Mary, and how much you took care of them, Lord. And I just praise you for um, all that you did when you went to the cross. And I just thank you for doing that for all of us. And Lord, I just pray that this weekend we can take a moment to pause with all of the hurriedness and all of the egg hunts and family get-togethers and um, even the busyness that happens at church. And I just pray that we can take a moment to sit down and thank you for what you did. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you for... um, dying for us and giving for us, even when we wouldn't have chosen you ourselves. While we were still in sin, you chose us. And I praise you for that, Lord. I praise you for not giving up on us, Lord. And I just pray that this podcast is a blessing to my friends listening on the other side. If they don't have a friend like Aaron, I know how that feels because it took me decades to find friends like Aaron. And I just pray that you would bring a friend into their life that will minister to them in this way, that will hold their arms up, that will encourage them, that will remind them that God has a great purpose for them. And if they don't have that kind of friend, Lord, I pray that my words will reach them, that you do have a purpose for their life, Lord. And I just thank you for this day. I thank you for this um, special weekend to remember you and the greatest thing that you've ever done, the greatest love story ever told on the cross. And I pray that our hearts will be turned towards you and that we can love you and worship you this weekend. Amen. All right, my friends, that is it. Um, Just a quick podcast today, but I wanted to let you know that I love you. I'm thinking about you, praying for you, and I'm praying that you have friends like Aaron that will hold you up because it makes such a difference in this Christian walk. It makes it not so lonely and it makes the Christian walk more doable when you have friends like this. So I love you all and I will see you next time.